Remember the Game is brought to you by my website, abcomedy.net. You can find old episodes of both of my podcasts, along with my blog, and information on all of my upcoming comedy shows. And if you're looking for a comedian for your next event, you can contact me through my website as well. Again, abcomedy.net. And if you enjoy this podcast, please subscribe to it, and please leave us a good review. I'd really appreciate it. There'll be a new episode for you every single Wednesday. Thank you so much for supporting me, and I hope you enjoy the show. Super Mario RPG Legend of the Seven Stars. It has Gino. You get to play as Bowser. Mallow's there too, but he sucks. You guys, what is up? Welcome to Remember the Game, Episode 9. My name is Adam Blank, and this week my buddy Kevin and I review one of the best RPGs, not just on the Super Nintendo, but of all time, in my opinion, and that is Super Mario RPG. I love this game. I know it's not as deep and as complex as some of the other RPGs out there but uh it is a guilty pleasure of mine it is the ultimate comfort food nintendo and square murdered it they found a perfect combination of role-playing and mario to put to oh this game is so good i like the paper mario games too but when are we going to get a sequel to super mario rpg do it uh i remember watching i remember seeing a clip of this game on video and arcade top 10 i think it was remember that show when i was a kid and it blew my mind and to this day i just the graphics just make me happy i love it i love the soundtrack i love the combat i love everything about this game oh this game's good i'm not gonna waste a lot of time i'm gonna get right to my conversation with kevin where basically just gush about it for another half hour uh i hope you guys enjoy this episode and uh here we go super mario rpg mallow sucks Uh, I feel like Mario RPG sometimes gets lost in the shuffle of the Super Nintendo RPGs because there's so many. And also it was like, I don't know, for me, it came off as just like a like a fun side project almost. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But in all honesty, it's one of the games that made me like RPGs in general. Me too. Yeah. Um, it was is really easy to access as far as like it's not it doesn't have a complicated battle system. It's fun almost all the characters are familiar like it's a great entry level jrpg to find out whether or not you even like the genre i agree with that i actually really like one of my favorite things about that game is the combat because when you play like it is yeah you know when you play like the final fantasy games and stuff final fantasy games are like the gold star for fucking jrpgs right at least in the super nintendo days like depending on what kind of jrpg you like sure but yeah square enix and their whole run of Final Fantasies, they had a very sort of like well done formula almost. Mm-hmm. And uh, like if you liked one style of Final Fantasy, you, there's probably something for you to check out in the whole series. Agreed. Uh, so you might not like all of them as much as the others, but like you could still get something out of it and yeah. find out whether or not you like it. It was a familiar system to sort of like deal with. But like, yeah. And I the the combat system that we were talking about uh super mario rpg had like uh just a little bit uh extra sort of like involvement you had mm-hmm. like the the critical button presses and stuff like that and that kept it sort of fresh yeah the timed hits and the time defensing yeah or blocking and stuff yeah it was cool because like yeah like it was, it was one of the first rpgs i played but it was the first one i played where i couldn't just like 
button mash. I mean, you could still button mash your way through a fight, but it was so much more fun to go for those timed hits. Like it gave you a reason to pay yeah. attention on an easy fight. And, yeah, add an element of skill instead of just uh, picking from a list of moves and then uh, casting cure all at the yeah. end of a turn. Because like um, in Final Fantasy three that I'm I'm playing right now on the I'm playing the 3D remake okay. on the DS. Yeah. So not Final Fantasy six, but the original Final Fantasy three. Okay. Um, and that's the one with like uh you know several characters. And like twenty something jobs, and any character it can be any job. Right. No matter what sort of party system I figure out, I always have to have a healer. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So it's like one character. All they f- do is just heal right. the rest of the characters, right. and it feels useless. Like a little. It doesn't feel useless. It feels like I have an obligation to have a healer. Yeah, yeah. And like, I don't. I don't know. There wasn't too much focus on that kind of stuff in super mario rpg it was just like you were playing the characters as they were and like you had to like use items and stuff to heal but it was like it felt more fluid yeah it's i mean it's an easy game like i don't find it hard at all like i don't remember because i've probably played through that game i bet you the only rpg i've played through more times in mario rpg is maybe earthbound no like i've played mario rpg through a dozen times and i can't remember other than that one fight at the in the uh is it like the monster village or something you remember there's that final fantasy boss where you can fight the four like crystals or whatever i, I was gonna say that yeah there's like a secret final fantasy yeah. homage boss so is actually like probably the hardest boss in the game he is yeah outside of him it's not a very difficult game but it's fun like it, it's like and you're right like there's not like i mean because you have mallow and princess can both heal no. So usually you have one of them in your party, but like, I don't know about yourself. Like, so, okay. So for the, like, you always have to be Mario, yeah. which kind of irritates me. Like I understand it, but in all those games, like I just finished playing Mario Rabbids on my switch. Okay. It was a really fun game too, but it was the same thing. You have like a party, you build a member, a three member party, but you always have to have Mario. It's always gotta be fucking Mario. And I love Mario, but it's like, I would have liked to have rolled a team of Bowser, Gino and Pri- princess. Like, you know, that would have been my dream team. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so like, but Mario's dope. I guess he's handy. And then you get Mallow. Mallow, as soon as you can, like, I'll ask you this. Like, as soon as you can get rid of Mallow, do you use him at all? Because I didn't use him at all once I could get rid of him. I I probably used him a little bit more than most people just because I liked him. He was not as useful a character. No, he's the Martin <laughs> Prince of video, fucking Super Nintendo RPGers. He's yeah. just crap. But, but I just but I just liked the character. The, the character's he's okay. A, he's a little dork and like I was a little dork. Yeah. So I was like I got on with it. Cause I, I, like I'm like I'm definitely not Mario. When I'm like looking at the game, I'm like, <laughs> Mario's the cool guy. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not even Luigi, so fuck. <laughs> See, I think I think Gino's the cool guy. He, oh yeah, he Gino's yeah, the best dude, like he, he's but he's like the cool guy from another school that like like he's completely mysterious yeah and like yeah that's exactly who he is i can't (laughs) think of another character in nintendo's like lore that has only ever had one appearance but has the fan base that gino has like i've seen people calling for gino in smash brothers and like where is like why like and i'm like dude he's had one game like and i guess i guess like ness and what's his name are in smash brothers and they only have one game but like but he's like he's not even the main character in his one game yeah but no he's got like a like a huge following and uh was he even like a mandatory character to get or could you miss him no you had to get him there was no optional ones yeah you had to get him but the thing is is like because when you recruit because like yes you have mario you get mallow pretty quick Mm -hmm. and then you get gino 
And that's your first three army. T- and like, as soon as you get a hold of Gino, you're like this, like he's your tank. Like he's your first tank. You're like, this guy can do some damage. He's awesome. But then you get a hold of Bowser. Tanks, tanks don't do damage. Tanks take damage. Take right. Part of me. Um, so what would you call someone that does damage? Like a barbarian? I don't know, man. Cause you're right. A tank takes damage. Like the, the only reason I'm like pointing that out is like, I play a lot of borderlands and it's like, Tanking is like a huge part of my play style in that game. Okay. So it's like, yeah, like I'm. And they can take a pounding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It is like you have a lot of like, uh, you have a lot of health regen, you have a lot of defense. And like, I guess maybe tanks can deal out damage too. Right. Yeah. I just. Um, like a monk could, like, monks are typically known to like deal out damage, but no one calls them like monks. Yeah. I don't want to call Gino a monk. He's too cool to be a monk. Yeah. Okay, that, well, that, and that's like a Final Fantasy term, or G- like a fucking what are we calling like World of Warcraft term. Yeah, Gino's a well, then Gino's a badass. Yeah, we'll go yeah, with that. Let's just call him badass. Gino's fuck, badass. Fuck, fuck all these but the, video game <laughs> terms, you nerds. So it's like it's kind of funny because like you, yes, yeah, so you have Mario, then you get Mallow and Gino, and then that's your first like three character team, and basically you have like the healer and Mallow, and you've got like the damage dealer and Gino, and then Mario kind of does everything, right? Yeah, and then you get a hold of Bowser, and then shortly after you get Bowser, you get Princess. And, like, I always found when I played that game, like, Bowser is the stronger Geno and Princess is the more usable Mallow. So, like, once I got a hold of Bowser and Peach, I didn't even use those other, those other two characters were, like, footnotes. Yeah. Peach, you know? Peach had the uh, advantage of actually also being able to do a bit more damage. She was good character, man. Yeah. yeah. And then Bowser. You get, the, you get that frying pan, just wham. Yeah. And then <laughs> Bowser, like, so, like, uh, my, like, my favorite Nintendo character of all time is Bowser by a mile. Like, I love Bowser. And I think this was the game that made me like him because, like, some people call the graphics from Mario RPG ugly. I think they look sweet. And I think Bowser looks so cool yeah. in this game. I, I've never heard anyone complain about the oh. the graphics. All your friends must suck. No, I went online. It was like <laughs> it's online. People oh, complain about everything. Oh, I hate. But it was on- it was Reddit, and everyone was like talking about the blocky like textures uh, and shit. I'm like, you just are stupid kids that don't know what it was like. Because yeah. I'm like, this was one of the best looking games on the Super Nintendo, dude. Uh, it's probably nostalgia talking, but I remember that game looking crisp, dude. Yeah, <laughs> like I I replayed it. It was one of the first games I replayed when I got my Super Nintendo Classic, mm, and yeah. um and I fucking like I'm like it looks so good and again bowser in particular in that game looks so dope and then his weapons where he can like throw a chain chomp or he can pick up bow he can pick up mario and throw mario at the bad guys yeah and it was the first time that mario and bowser teamed up yeah like outside of maybe like super mario kart where they were in the same like game yeah but they weren't like fighting it was the first time where i was like i thought it was so cool to see this hero and this bad guy like team up for the first time and in all honesty like playing the game it didn't seem weird Mm -mm. Like, I, I don't know. I never really thought of, like, Mario and Bowser as, like, enemies per se. Like, Bowser was definitely the antagonist. But yeah. I never really... Th- like, they were united pretty quickly with a common cause. And it made sense to me. Yeah. That's cause that's one of the other things I wanted to talk about is, like, I th- I really do enjoy the script for this game. Yeah. I think it's... it's I mean, the, the plot is kind of like whatever the sword crashes and breaks up the star and you got to get the seven stars back. It's totally a regular, like, world-ending RPG sure. plot line, but it's like, it's with familiar characters yeah. that are super fun yeah. and, like, it's not as serious. That's one thing that an RPG can do to, like, really turn me off it is, like, if it takes itself just too seriously yeah, yeah. and it's just like... Okay. That's where <laughs> games like like Earthbound. I love the writing in Earthbound. I yeah. love Super Mario. I thought like I love the whole idea of like 
Bowser joined the group because he wanted his castle back. And yeah. like that was the only reason he wanted. And like how like there's two or three instances where you run into Bowser before you recruit him. Yeah. And his like and his clan is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And you realize that everyone's like abandoning him. And then whenever you see the little graphic of him crying, oh. and he's like trying not to let on that he's crying and he's yeah. like trying to be all tough. And then he like he tells Mario and them like I'll let you join the Koopa troop. And yeah. it's like that's not what you're you're just fucking using them to help you. You're not letting them join you at all. Yeah. Um like that cracks me up. There's a point where you run into like a Goomba or something that had abandoned Bowser. Yeah. And then he like he's like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. But then Bowser's like, Don't worry about it. Like it's and it like it humanizes Bowser too. Yeah. Um I really like this game is the one that made me a Bowser fan. They really did a good job with him in this thing where he, he on one hand, they do make him look like this tough badass that yeah. can like break down doors and throw shit and stuff. But then on the other hand, they make him look like this idiot that just needs help because he's an over his head. Yeah. Yeah. hundred um, percent. Yeah. And it really, it really, it really cracks me up. And then there's other little, like there's little things like, uh, do you remember the part where you can stand on the wedding cake? And then the two, uh, there's two Koopa Troopa chefs and they'll like yell at you to get oh, off of their yeah, cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then at the end you have to fight this monstrosity of a cake. Yeah. Um, and then, oh, what's his name? That dude with the beard that owns the tower. Oh yes. Uh, is yeah, it Booster? Was, yeah, I think it was Booster. <laughs> Just like a slob. Oh, but the, <laughs> the sequence where you had to hide from him behind the curtains. Yeah. Oh my God. Just like anxiety. Right. The entire time. It is so and, intense. Like, and like playing that part playing that section was a lot it, it was hard uh, i would i'd say it was hard but it was like it's doable yep. like if you did it for like 20 minutes you'd get it sure um but it could still be frustrating uh so much easier with save states if you're ever playing on like an <laughs> yes. emulator or anything. yeah <laughs> but like way back when we were still playing it on the super nintendo uh yeah you just had to be like well here we go <laughs> yeah yeah you'd climb all the way up that tower and then have to try that yeah, yeah. it uh yeah dude there's so many it's actually it's one of the it's one of the rare rpgs where like the mini games in it are funner than not not funner but they're as enjoyable as any other part of that game yeah they add like, to it yeah like that part we gotta hide behind the curtains or like the the mine cart parts you have to ride and steer it on the tracks of the mine cart mm, yeah or the, the part where you're running up the hill trying to catch up to booster i remember the hill part too yeah that, that was yeah it cracked me up like and like and then and then at the end of the the whole booster part you fight him at the at the wedding because that's yeah. where you fight the cake yeah and then you have like 20 seconds or something to gather up all these like wedding supplies and then that affects who booster kisses oh right right, right? right yeah and like i've seen the part where like bowser kisses like booster or something and then princess is laughing and bowser gets the angry thing and then cries and like it just it really I just that game makes me so happy just looking yeah. at it. It really cracks me up. No, it's it's a real it's a joy to play. And like you said, it's it's got difficult sections, but it's it's probably for anyone I would say that likes video games and is familiar with playing anything that has like a little bit of skill level. It's playable. It's definitely playable. They'll, yeah, they'll beat it. They'll they'll get a certain level of completion out of it, and like you'll get that sense of satisfaction. Yeah, that's. That's something I think that we might be losing with modern video games now is a sense of completion because it's just like, like I watched my brother play Grand Theft Auto Five. That's an endless game. Sure, like you could play that game infinitely, yeah. especially if you've got it on the PC and you can get into all, like all the mods. Like at one point, my brother was literally like playing as a like taxi driver. Okay, that's yeah. what he did. He didn't do missions. Sure, he didn't do crimes. He had a mod where he got calls, drove people 
to and from places and then got money. He would stop at stoplights. He would indicate. It was it was nuts. Like I sim was, taxi. It was it was like a sim taxi game, and he was getting so much out of it. And I was like, more power to you, I guess. I guess. But like, and so it was like, but there's no there's no completion with that game. You're never done with yeah. that game. Yeah. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a bad thing. I love the sense of accomplishment Me- I get being like I have experienced a good portion of this game, and like, and I did well. I got a good score. Yeah, like I'm good. Why? Uh, this is a complete tangent, but uh, Super Metroid, uh, one of my favorite things at the end is it told you how many of the, all those stupid little collectibles you got. Yeah, yeah. It was like, you scored an 80%. And I was like, yeah, I did. Yeah. Like, that felt great. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like... I, I get that. I like that too. I, I fucking, like, I'm playing Skyrim on my Switch right now. Yeah. Um, I keep going back to it. Are but... you, you're not playing it on your, your Bluetooth headphones? Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, that's a running joke. Yeah, no. It's, <laughs> oh, dude, that's my, like... That's the okay. We won't go on a tangent about the switch, but if there is one criticism of the switch for me, it's that it's fucking give me my goddamn Bluetooth headphones. I don't even own any wired headphones. I have to like take these, take it fucking wired. Ah, fuck. Um, but I'm playing Skyrim, and it's the same thing. I really enjoy the like. I really enjoy like. It's like finishing a book when I beat a video game, and I beat it, and then I take it out or whatever, and I yeah. put it back on the shelf, and I'm like, it's done. Yeah, and, and I like that feeling. I and I also like being able to like go back and replay stuff. Me too. Yeah. Um. Like I said, if I have like a modern game series that is doing that to me right now, it's Borderlands. Right. Like one, two, and the pre-sequel, I've been playing and replaying those games for periods of time over like the last six years. Right. Like it's dumb. Right. But I'm still enjoying it. But so you like much. it, right? Yeah. yeah. And those games, they have a main storyline that you play and you beat. And I, when the credits roll, I'm like, okay, good. Yeah, like yeah, I still get that sense of accomplishment. Sure. Whereas a game like World of Warcraft or Diablo or like GTA now, now GTA is endless. Uh, and like it, that seems to be the trend in games. Like, I don't know if you've watched anything about Anthem or I don't even know because I'm not keeping up with them, but it's just like Destiny and stuff like that. They're just making these like gigantic yeah, games that are like impenetrable. I Yeah, I, I prefer the old ones. Yeah. Like and like and like to tie it back to like even like with Mario RPG to tie it back, like I Mario RPG is a very linear RPG and yeah. I really like that. I like final, I just finished playing Final Fantasy six, three, whatever. No, six. Um, say six. six. We, we all know the number it's six. six. <laughs> I just finished playing it and as great a game as it is, mm-hmm. I I don't enjoy the open worldness as much once you get to the world like you've played it right oh yeah when you get to the world of ruin you can go anywhere and recruit everyone it's cool and it's fun to explore but i really prefer my game to just be like like a mario rpg there's not even like a huge world map like there's a little bit of a world map it's like a horseshoe but you just follow it around yeah you just you you go to almost stages yeah i like that so much better just tell me where i gotta go next keep the game moving that's what i want and when i do go back and explore one of mario rpg's biggest strengths is there's no fucking random encounters you can see Mm, the villains coming and if you don't touch them you don't have to fight them yeah that's i love that that's one mechanic that certainly can be uh it's very boring yeah. It's very arduous to be like, hey, I'm level 60 and I got to roll through this like level 40 area yeah, yeah. and I can't just turn off random encounters. Like that ruins some exploration for me. You yeah, because I mean? you just want to get from point A to yeah. B. You can't enjoy anything. Uh, you don't go looking for extra items. You don't. You don't go over anywhere because no. you're like, I've, I'm way above this place. I feel, yeah. I feel like part of the reason I go 
as completionist on Mario RPG as I do is because it's so easy to explore. Actually, like just thinking about it now, like one of the best things about Mario RPG is the exploration. Like it's not just an RPG. They really did a good job of bringing elements of Mario into it. Like when you're playing yes. on the, like not on the over map where you're just going from world to world, but when you're in like a world and you're yeah. not in combat, it really does kind of feel like you're playing a Mario game. Like he runs around, he jumps, like it. there's yeah. boxes, there's yeah. coins. Yeah, you can still hit your head on stuff. Yeah, I was like, this is very Mario-ish, yeah. you know? And and the way sort of like the camera is, it's got that like two and a half D isometric mm-hmm. view. Uh, they like hide stuff yeah. in certain areas. Yeah. So like if you find like a little secret passageway that's quote unquote hidden uh, just because of the 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 angle of the camera yeah like you can find like extra items and stuff like that and like some of it's really useful yeah dude it's it's uh, really rewarding when when developers and stuff like that put that type of thing in a game yeah and you take the extra sort of like initiative to be like what's down this passage yeah yeah that feels really good i really like that they put some there's like legitimate platforming challenges in mario yes. rpg oh fuck there's there's a fucking part where you have to go across those donut bricks feel, and they're shooting bullets at you and i if feel you like this is the same thing yeah i'm thinking about it too i love that or like there's a part where you have to i sca- hated it because i sucked at it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or you have to scale the wall and you have to jump from parachupa to parachupa and climb up to the top of the yeah. fucking wall oh god yeah um like that kind of stuff is just like like that's just that nintendo charm you know what yeah. i mean like it's something you don't find in a lot of other games yeah. no it's, it's a solid game all around it kept so much ret- like it retained so much elements and like even uh like gameplay elements uh of mario yeah but then it it added in the rpg and square enix put their or was it square soft at that time i, I can't remember yeah um they, they put their you know they put their rpg spin on it and it's it still it came out beautifully it's I, I don't think that they yeah i don't think it could be better no uh i think one of the greatest things that came from super mario rpg was paper mario i was gonna say that um because i've always wanted like a direct sequel to mario rpg like yeah. a like same style give me gino and mallow back yeah yeah smithy the villain give us all but the um, the paper mario 64 and Paper Mario, The Thousand Year Door, yeah, uh, were both fucking outstanding yeah, games. Those are the closest things that you have to it, and yeah. they and they are great games. They're perfect. Yeah. yeah, I just I've always wanted like I would love a direct sequel to Mario RPG, doing the same graphics if you have to, maybe like make them look a little cleaner. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you come thirty. But no, years you're right. Do the same. Give isometric us that. style. Have Smithy come back. You know what I mean? Like let Mario and Bowser tag up again. Like I I already talked about it. I mentioned it off the top, but like really one of my favorite things about this game is the storyline, especially as a kid, dude, like you were playing, like I played Mario one, two, three. I played super Mario world, Mario Kart. I'd never played a Mario game where like you got to know the characters like this, where there was this much dialogue and they were all talking and Bowser was human. I mean, not human, but he like he had a character and like yeah. he had a soul to him, and yeah, and that's all the the SquareSoft side adding in to to the Mario Nintendo side, and it it just fit, it felt good. Yeah, it's a comfortable game. Like it just gives yeah. me this warm feeling. Like I just really enjoy. It's just comfortable to play. Yeah, like and I'm like, I know I'm gonna play it again. Oh yeah, I'll like play I'm, it again. I'm gonna pick it up in the next like five years. I'll yeah. probably play it like two or three times. And it's not too long. Like yeah. it's not a sixty hour grind. It's yeah, that's that's definitely a, a huge bonus. Yeah, because like RPGs and especially some of the ones that I play that I really like are like eighty hour playthroughs. Yeah, <laughs> like Mario, dude. When I got my hands on that SNES Classic and fired up Mario, because I think I played 
Punch Out first and then Mario RPG. Um, because I love Super Punch Out. Oh, I should do one of these on Super Punch Out. But uh, playing Mario RPG, it has save states on yeah. the SNES Classic, and you see how much time you've been playing. Yeah. And uh, dude, I got to like the third or fourth star. It was the pirate ship one. Oh, okay. Which I think is the fourth star. And uh, and I finished it and saved, and I was at like six or seven hours. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Because like as a kid, like I remember getting this game for Christmas, and this game lasted me like weeks, <laughs> forever, yeah. weeks, months. You know. Now, granted, we didn't have the internet to look up how to just do everything back then either so yeah. there's a lot of time wasted looking for stuff that you couldn't also this is the first time you're playing a game yeah like you're yeah you're discovering it you know, and like your second playthrough is a lot faster your third playthrough is a yeah. lot faster yeah. your 16th playthrough like you're almost you're doing it because it warms a place in your heart but you're not doing it you're not taking your time. No. And that, yeah, you're right. You're right. And that's like, dude, Mario RPG is one of those games. Now it's comfort food for me, Yeah, but I could totally bomb through it in a day. Yeah. And it, um, like probably up to about that pirate ship. Uh, Cause you know, there's a lot of games like old games. I don't know if you're bad for this. I'm bad for like restarting an old game and then I never finish it. I just play it for a day. Cause I felt like playing it. And I've, then I don't I've finish. gotten better at that. Cause yeah. yeah, I used to have like five or six games where I was like, I'd started it. I played like four or five hours in each, in each of them. And then just like never got back to it. Yeah. I've gotten better at being like, if I'm playing this game, playing it to completion, maybe I'm playing another game or replaying another game alongside of it. Yeah. 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 uh, Like what I'm doing right now is I'm playing final fantasy three for the first time on the, on the DS. uh, And I'm, I'm re 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 replaying <laughs> Borderlands two for right. the millionth time on my Xbox because it's like uh, if I want to just come home and like game for thirty minutes, mm-hmm. easy peasy, pick up, put down Borderlands two. Sure, and that's yeah, and that's where like a lot of those old Super Nintendo games fall in with me, like Mario RPG, Zelda, Mario World, all those yeah. games because I've played them so many times. Mm-hmm. They are totally just like I've had a long day and I just need to like unwind. I don't need any yeah. stress. And it's yeah. just so comfortable. And you're right. You know, I'm like, I know exactly where to go. There's no surprises where I have to worry about dying. I'm to start over because I know what villains are coming. And yeah. there's something cool about that. You know what I mean? There's, it's yeah. like, there's, there's something to be said about playing a game for the first time as well. Yeah. Um, I'm playing Chrono Trigger right now. Ooh, and I, I, a... I played it once 15 years ago. Yeah. So I don't remember anything. No, man, that's a good one. I'm having a blast with it right now. But there's just, you're right though. I don't feel as relaxed playing it as I do when I play something like Super Mario RPG. Yeah. Cause I just know everything. Um, it's such a, it's such a, it's such a fantastic game. I want a sequel so bad. Like a legit sequel. I don't think you're ever going to get it. I don't either. I cannot believe that they haven't done something with like Gino with all the requests, you know? I, I think I could see them putting them into, like putting him into like one of their like mashup games. Like, I don't know why he's not in like Mario Party or Mario Kart. Yeah. Like people would go nuts for that. Yeah, they totally would. I don't know like, I, mean, I want to know who owns them. Like, does Nintendo own Gino or does Square own Gino? I don't know. Like, like it was even if they did. I mean, like they could, they put Cloud in Smash Bros. Like, yeah, they could do something with like, him if they wanted to. I feel like Square Enix and Nintendo are probably closer as far like they have a fairly good working relationship. Yeah, as far as like game developers go. I mean, like 
I don't know. They've they've put so many characters into uh, Smash Bros. Like I was really surprised when they put Bayonetta in there. Me too. I was yeah. like, who did Sma- you talk to? <laughs> Dude, Smash has become a monster of its own with some of the characters they're putting. It used to just be Nintendo mascots, and now it's fucking oh, yeah. like now it's a, yeah, it's as many people as they can get in there. Yeah, like I I, I mean we won't go on a Smash tangent. I was uh, I was I had ne- lunch with my nephew this past week. He was here and we were talking Smash. He's a Smash fanatic. And we were yeah. talking about the characters that haven't been announced yet that we think are still coming. And we both agreed that maybe it wasn't initially in their plan, but due to backlash, Waluigi is coming to Smash Brothers. I would bet money Good. that Waluigi shows Good. up. Yeah, because like I was mad. Everyone not- was <laughs> mad that he... Waluigi's such a weird character. How dare you? <laughs> but uh, I, I uh, And I think that Crash Bandicoot shows up as well. Ooh, yeah. Um, but I would, yeah, like Gino, like give us something with Gino. God damn it. I would love, like, if you gave me, if you gave me the money and were like, yo, you can make a, a sequel to Mario RPG. What do you want to do? It would involve all the original, maybe not Mallow, probably Mallow for fucking the sake of Mallow. But like, give us the five original characters, but then add in like Luigi and add in Wario yeah, and like add did, in more of the other characters. What does Luigi do in Super Mario RPG? Literally nothing. He like sat in Mario's house. There's one he scene. Was <laughs> there's one you remember when you go to the Star Hill or Star Road or whatever it is, where it's like that blue, all those blue domes, oh, and you got to okay. get the star piece, and you can go from like wish to wish and read people's wishes, which was really cleverly right. done because yeah. people like there's one from Bowser saying how he wishes he had his castle back and stuff. Yeah, there's a wish from Luigi, yeah. and he says something about how he wishes he was brave like his brother, and that's the only thing they like. God, they shit on Luigi so yeah. much, like yeah. Uh, I'm really happy that that character got his own games, those like Haunted Mansion games. Yeah, yeah, Luigi's Mansions. Yeah. I never got to like, I never got around to playing through them, but I kind of regret that because I do hear like a lot of like good feedback. They're supposed to be response from them. They're supposed to be dope. I haven't played one either. I mean, like, I still have an old Wii that can play uh gamecube games yeah so i might be able to snag one up from like a the second hand store or probably get now. it pretty cheap too oh yeah 100 yeah. yeah. that's smart i never i forgot that we played gamecube games certain versions yeah my, um i think it was like third or fourth generation they took it out yeah yeah my first one i don't think i ever used it but my first one did that no. when i first bought one i thought it was so cool and then i never used it the only reason i got it is because like i have a chunk of gamecube games that i just like i'm not i'm not I'm not okay not having access to them. Right. I want to be able to play them. I might never play them again, but yeah. I like having them there. One of my favorite absolute niche uh, RPGs on the GameCube is one called Bait and Kados, and it's it's got such a weird battle system, and its its storyline is weird. Uh, the big spoiler, because you're not gonna I'll care. Never play it. Um, the big spoiler about like halfway through is that your main protagonist, uh, he gets what he wants. Like he, his, he has wings or some crap, and uh, one of his wings gets chopped off uh, when he's a kid, and he has like a mechanical wing. Okay, and then like the storyline is him finding out who he is and like getting his powers back and stuff like that. And he gets that at the, at the, like the end of the first disc. And then he just turns around and says to the rest of the party, I don't need you anymore. And he turns into the bad guy. Oh, sick. That's pretty rad. <laughs> and he takes all the equipment that he had on him. And it's like, so he takes all the good cards and stuff like that. Okay. So the battle system is a deck of cards. Okay. And so you equip your characters with decks and then they, they play them. Oh, and okay. Okay. Depending on how you play them. 
your attacks and your defense change. Like, it's actually a very complicated battle system, but very gratifying once you, like, get your head around it. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, he leaves with everything. And then, like, you start the second disc, and you're just, like, you're in jail. You're probably one of the weakest characters is now the protagonist, and you have to, like, go around rebuilding the party to go... That's rad. Go fight I like the that. protagonist. It's it's insane. If if Mario RPG had, a, had one fault, and I guess this hadn't really been done when this game came out, um, there was no huge plot twist tomorrow. Like the yeah. biggest plot twist was probably that Mallow wasn't actually a tadpole. And it was like, <laughs> that was, was like pretty surprising to no one. Yeah. And you're like, Oh really? I like, guess as soon as you get to the cloud world, you're like, you're oh, like he's oh, a fucking cloud. He, this is where he's from. Yeah. I like when he casts spells <laughs> and he jumps out of his pants, but his pants just sit there in motion. Like his pants sit perfectly still and he just floats and casts his spells. Um, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. If it has a criticism, that's it. But I think it's just like, it's, it's, like, it's not meant to be, like you said, it doesn't take itself seriously. It's fun. It's yeah. very chill. It's not, like, scary. It's not overwhelming. Yeah. It's fun to watch those characters interact with each other in a way that isn't just jumping on each other's heads like it is with most Mario games. Yeah. Um, I, I love, like, I, I want to replay it again. Like, I'll never get bored of replaying Mario RPG. No, I, I definitely, I feel the same way about it. Yeah. Um, usually what I do is I ask people to give a game a score out of 10. And you can use decimal points if you want. Oh, okay. What um, would you give? This Mario? one's definitely a 9. Nine? Yeah, I'll yeah. go. I'll go nine point five. It's fucking it's the only. I can't think of anything wrong with it. I really can't think of yeah. a single thing about it that I would change. Yeah, I. I don't think I'd ever give any game a ten. I don't think I can do that. So nine's a super high score. That's perfect. Yeah, <laughs> I gave. I gave Super Mario World a ten because it's my favorite, and oh, I'm okay. like now nothing else gets tens. But in in the realm of like yeah, because like platformers are like, oh, it's tough. It's tough to be like a better platformer because it's such a refined yeah. uh genre so yeah. yeah like super mario world i'd say is way up there i would say super meat boy is a better platformer though <laughs> see i it's so hard super though. meat boy is pretty it's solid difficult dude. i love platformers and i think that's part of the reason i love mario rpg so much is because i can play it it's my two favorite genres yeah. of video games uh combined yeah you know still good elements of platforming in it like yeah it's it's such a great blend of the the two genres that somehow mix them perfectly yeah they really like it's not they didn't just take the mario characters and put them into a final fantasy game yeah they they just like it's like they really took like like final fantasy and mario and put them in a bowl and like blended it yeah and got this perfect comment like it's it makes a sweet suit brownie yeah like i don't know how they did it yeah it's pretty sick um okay man well that will uh that'll do for super mario rpg so uh thanks for nerding out with me about mario rpg and i would like to point out that you and i not once after initial talk of mallow brought up how sweet mallow is because mallow (laughs) fucking sucks i know my friend chris is listening to this mallow is the super mario rpg version of vv they're both garbage (laughs) ah fuck you i love vv ah so does chris i fucking hate (laughs) vv okay thanks buddy That's going to do it for another episode of Remember the Game, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I love Super Mario RPG, as you could probably tell from the last half hour or so of this podcast. If you haven't played it, you are crazy. Get out there and try it. Even if you're not big into RPGs, there's some Mario elements to this game. It's awesome. It'll. It's fun. It's not just reading and mashing... I guess it is reading and mashing buttons, but in a more fun way of doing that. Um, that's it, you guys. If you enjoyed this podcast, and I hope you do, uh, please... Keep the good reviews and keep the shares coming. Uh, 
I'm getting so much great feedback on it. It means the world to me to know that you guys are having as much fun listening as I am doing them. Uh, I'm really, really having fun with this podcast. So that is it. I will check in with you guys again next Wednesday as we remember another game. Thank you so much for listening. I am Adam Blank, and I will talk to you again soon. Take it easy.